Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, happy Friday and you know what that means. It's time to recap another episode of Firefly Lane. We're getting into what's going on between Kate and Tully. This time we're looking at episode 9. So, let's take a moment out and we'll be right Again, if she was a real person, I want to like send her a huge hug and just be there for her. It's not easy what she's going through. And we get these flashbacks of emotions of when she was a child lost in the crowd, when she was a teenager. And then it's just she's getting all these flashbacks. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queen Pin from CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane Episode 9 called You Say It's My Birthday? After one of Tully's birthdays ends in a disaster, Kate delegates herself to making her friend's big day special. Holy crap, how you doing, Coupon Queen Pin? Way to start the Friday with episode nine. I can't believe we're almost done. I know, I know, I know. Oh my gosh, what an episode. You know, if if Tully was a real person, I think I'd want to give her a hug. Like, oh my goodness, this woman. Yeah, I got to say so much has happened. A lot of emotions were high, but really this was focused on her birthday. This was the birthday episode. We got to see her birthday in the past as kids and the present that we thought was the present. And, you know, it starts off with like, she's in a nightmare. She's having this horrible dream. Well, it's not a horrible dream, but she's having a traumatic dream you know, of Kate bringing her the baby and it really isn't. She's holding like an empty towel. And then all of a sudden she gets out of bed and then she's just even more like freaking out. Like she is not in the right place. And then all of a sudden we see Cloud appear and say, it's okay, mommy's here. Are you okay? And she's just like, I'm trying to find my baby. And it's just so heartbreaking to see her go through this, you know, traumatic memory And she's just like, she can't control it. And then you see Cloud acting differently. And then she all of a sudden wakes up and we see Cloud. And I'm just like, whoa, what is happening? I was like, wait, what happened? Did Cloud break in? Did Cloud have a relapse? What's going on? I was so scared. I'm like, wait, no, this can't be right. Did she invite Cloud over and forget? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And then we see that. Kate and Max have actually invited Cloud because Tully was calling for her the whole time that she was in the hospital that we missed because they didn't show us her being in the hospital. But then she insisted when she felt a little bit better that she needed to go home. And it's so crazy. She wakes up and of course she has love and support that she needs from Max, Kate, and now cloud uh but then she's like i could eat a thousand pancakes 
And the crazy part is Kate, knowing her best friend, has made approximately a thousand pancakes for real. So they go, they go to eat pancakes and they're all talking and, you know, then Tully sees these presents and realizes like, why are there presents? It's not my birthday. And they're like, everybody's looking at each other because it, to me, that's one of the things like, why didn't you tell her how long she'd been asleep? I, I, I was, I was trying to figure out why no one gave her a time frame. Yeah. Like it was so, I, you know, I get she, it's not easy what she's going through, but I do have to say this Max and Kate being there by her side, which, you know, I felt like she's had these doubts with Max and suddenly, you know, they got married and stuff, but I feel like she could have been a little bit more appreciative right at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, you know, thanks Kate for being here, Max. Thank you for being here. You know what I mean? I, I feel like she's going through so much that uh, it, it, it was really tough to see that. And yeah, they could have just said, hey, you know, you were at the hospital for this long and you were, she does, well, Kate does mention that she, she was asking for her mom, but um, it was really tough, really tough to see that. Yeah, this is super crazy. And then, so she's there and she's like, oh my gosh. Now, the crazy part is she goes from, oh my gosh, it's my birthday and, and you know, no one told me to, hey, I have a show to do. I've missed a couple of days of shows. It's the big giveaway. Like, wait, what? And to me, she's doing the same thing that Johnny does. In other words, she's putting the, the job first. She runs and she's got to get going. She's got to get, you know, to getting. And it's crazy. It's like, oh. But we also see a cut, you know, flashback where it was her birthday when the girls were in the eighth grade and Kate gives her one of those best friends, broken heart necklaces, you know, the kind where one person wears one half and the other person wears the other half. And it's just like, ooh, you know, they're best friends, which is like super cool. So, you know, they talk about it and she's like, you know, this is, I hope you like it. And, you know, at first she thinks Tully hates it. So she's like, you know what? You don't have to wear it. I, I shouldn't have gotten it. But then she's like, this is the most thoughtful gift anyone's ever given me. And it's like, wait a minute. This is the most thoughtful gift you've ever gotten. Wow. But then they hear some sort of music and realize that Cloud and Leon are downstairs making music. And they're singing. And the funny thing is now Cloud, instead of saying it's, it's, you know, Tully's birthday, she says it's our birthday. And I'm like, what the heck is she talking about? Like, what, what does she mean by that? And she's literally saying, you know, it's her day too, because this is the day she gave birth to Tully. 
And it's like, wow, does this woman have to take the shine from her daughter all the time? Like, I was so hurt at that moment because now she's going, ah, because she knows, Tully knows exactly where this is going. Yeah, I was like, Cloud, what are you trying to do? Like, this poor girl needs to have a moment. Now, we've seen how Tully has grown up in this household. It's not easy. It's definitely difficult for her to handle, especially at that age. She had to really become the adult. And pretty much like, you know, you got to wing with it. And hopefully that uh, time goes by a lot faster where, you know, you could become independent. I couldn't, that's what I would be thinking if I was in her place. Like how much longer do I need to be here so I can make something out of myself. Right. Now this moment of her trying to go to a fancy dinner, mom trying to be like, this is our day. This is our celebration. I'm going to take you out for dinner and you can bring Kim along. And, you know, she gets really annoyed at the fact that she calls her Kim knowing that it's Kate and she makes it seem like it's some sort of, you know, joke of like, you know, we joke around a lot, so it's okay. I can color whatever I want. Now we go into the, the time of when they're working together and she's so excited because she's, you know, it seems like things are going well for Telly at this point since Carol is it Carol? I feel like I'm saying Carol because of Carol Baskins. No, it's it's Carol. It actually okay. is Carol. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I, in my head, when I said Carol, I got Carol Baskins. I was like, wait a second. Is this even the right Carol? But thank you. So Carol is out of commission, but she, you know, Telly seems like she's doing really well, especially with that whole story from previous episode. Like, yeah, she got shot in the arm, but, you know, she's it seems like her her fame's getting up there slowly and there was a basket waiting for her which is from another another uh, tv news um news outlet and being her birthday kate kept her promise of making her birthday the best every year and she had something planned for her but She's going to meet up with this guy who could lead her to a new opportunity to make herself become better in this industry. And of course, doesn't Carol appear right in the background in crutches and, you know, eavesdropping on their conversation? Because I feel like that's what Carol likes to do. Oh, yeah, definitely is what Carol likes to do. You know, it's just one of those things of this woman has so many issues so many issues and she thinks that you know of course her thing is no Tully can't come and steal her crown because remember she was Miss Apple Orchard so yeah but oh my gosh so she so Kate tells her no you know go go and this could be the the you know the break of a lifetime this is what you need to do because johnny all of a sudden comes up and says you guys have to stay and edit and do all this stuff and you know and kate being the amazing friend that she is but she's like no i'll do it you go and have your meeting 
And so, you know, she goes off so that she can do what she has to do to have this dinner with, um, I forget his name. Winston King, I think it is something like that. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I don't remember names, but it's your. It seems, sounds similar. <laughs> yeah. So she goes off so she can have this, you know, awesome kind of, you know, meeting because everyone knows that that one moment where you know someone could potentially make your career, and and that's what she's looking for. She's looking to be the next Jane Ennerson. So she's just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so, and she tells, you know, she tells Kate once again, this is your chance. This is your chance with Johnny. Make sure you're making it good. And, you know, Kate is still trying to brush it off. No, he doesn't want me. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I want to forget about him, but you know, um, Tully's just like, hey, no, make this your chance. You know, so she's like, okay. And then we actually see them go from that to, you know, Tully doing her show. And Tully's doing her, you know, Tully is being pretty much Oprah right now. She's, you know, you get this and you get one and you get one and you get one. So we find out finally we have a timeline, people. We finally have a timeline. The not so distant past was 2004. Because I was saying, oh my gosh, okay. She's one of the things that she's giving away in her big giveaway is a flip camera phone, this blinged out flip camera phone. And I'm like, wait a minute, we haven't had camera phones in, we haven't had flip phones in years, hold on, wait, where, and then finally she says, yeah, it won't be out till, you know, later this year in 2004, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That Motorola Razor that yes, everybody that had. Yes, I had one. I remember the Razor. So, <laughs> you know, and then she gets one of those LED, you know, the picture, the digital picture frames. And in it, she notices pictures of moms and babies and pregnancy. And Tully gets stuck. We see Tully get stuck again. And it's like, oh my gosh. I thought, I really thought that she was going to have a breakdown on the stage. Like, I didn't think she was going to pull this off the way she did. I thought she was going to run off the stage or flip out or start screaming, start crying, but she didn't. She really, really didn't. She just started asking questions. And at first people were afraid to answer, but then she let them know she had just experienced the same thing. And all of a sudden, she turns her giveaway into a place for people, you know, a safe space for people to admit that they've gone through this. And it kind of really saves the episode because Johnny wanted to cut and go to commercial because 
he was thinking she was going to break down. And so, you know, she just makes it through this whole thing and it ends up being a great live episode. She gets a standing ovation. But the one thing they know is that the sponsors, you know, are probably going to pull out. They're not going to like this. So, you know, she goes backstage, they finish the show, and all of a sudden Kate gets a call about Mara. Remember Mara? Piano recital playing Mara. The amazing, incomparable daughter of hers. Well, Mara seems to have done something at school and the school is calling and they want to see Kate, not now, but right now. Oh boy. And the crazy part is Johnny's like, you know what? I'll go with you when I'm here. I want to be here with you. So he goes, he drives her to the school and Mara's in the office with... Her friend, who happens to be, you know, the daughter of Mr. PTA guy. And they're doing something real. They've done something really crazy because they've got paint all over themselves. They were protesting the biology lesson of dissecting frogs. The funny part is as they're going through all of this, you know, PTA guy and Johnny are actually starting to agree with one another. Did you ever think you'd see the day where Johnny and PTA guy are agreeing? Gosh, no. Like who, I didn't expect Johnny to arrive at the school in the first place to be there to see what was happening. And they were going back and forth having this conversation like, you know, instead of suspending them, they do have the right to express how they feel. Yes, you could have, you know, used artificial frogs to dissect. You don't need to use the real one. And they were just trying to compromise because they're realizing now also they are growing up. They're going to have their own opinion and they're setting up for what they believe in, which is not to kill the animals. And for them to have that conversation father to father of like, you know, why don't we just do this? Why don't they clean off that? And then, you know, just not suspend them. There's no point if it's something that they're believing in something that they can save animals. I was like, what am I watching here? Like, you know, especially from like Kate said, and she makes this so awkward. So once they agree on, you know, let's, but Kate is awkward. That was the thing. I was waiting for the awkward, the awkward speech because Kate just, it's like she tries to get in where she fits in, but it's so weird. It is. She's just, okay. So they come out. <laughs> She's like, well, I, that was so great. Like, I can't believe it. And, you know, our, our daughter's not suspended. So she gives a high five to, uh, to Johnny and, <laughs> She's just like, well, you know, I didn't expect for you guys to like to be on the same page, uh, especially like, you know, after you just punched him out. And I'm like, OK, let's not bring that back again. Yeah, I don't know. They, they were just so weird. But then we skip all the way to, you know, 
Tully going to meet with, you know, on her dinner, her dinner meeting. And she sits down and they're in the fancy, this fancy restaurant. And it's the same restaurant. Oh my gosh, that she went to as a child. And she does say this. It's the same restaurant that she went to as a child. So she's sitting there and, you know, she is just trying to impress this guy. Because, again, he can make her career. So they're just having this great conversation. And she's saying, you know, she wanted to be the next Jane Anderson. And the funny thing was, he says, well, then not go, why not Barbara Walters? Why not shoot higher? Why not, you know? And the funny thing is, he says, I don't want to make you into these other people. I don't want to make you a remake of these other people. I want to make you yourself. You know, it's so crazy. He wants to make her herself. But then we come back to 2004 and they're on an empty set, Johnny and Tully, and they're talking and, you know, she wants to celebrate because she hasn't been able to remember guys, she hasn't been able to drink because she was pregnant and she wants to have a glass of something to celebrate her, you know, to celebrate her birthday and they're sitting there and they're talking about how the sponsors could be angry. And she's saying, you know what? I don't have a problem with it. I'll deal with it. Because she also knows that this is Johnny's last day at the network. So, you know, they're having a serious, serious conversation. And I mean, remember, no matter what, these guys have history they've had history from the old show they've got everything and she's like you know, he's, he tells her he says why aren't you going home to your husband and Tully is like not really realizing that yeah she's got Max at home she's got Max waiting for her you know, to come home safely and let him know that she's okay because she's now married. But we see Tully just not feeling it. She's not feeling like a missus. She's not feeling like a wife. She's not feeling like anything. And she just wants to have the life that she has. And, you know we see sad Tully come back. I, I don't know. It was so weird to see sad Tully come back. It was weird, but also we got to see a bit of her past of her big birthday dinner, her 14th birthday dinner. And, you know, mom bringing her there and the same exact place, like you mentioned, where she's meeting with this, uh, I don't know what this guy's name, <laughs> hopefully we'll get it. But, you know, it, it was they were so happy to be at a fancy place and being able to have dinner and also you know it kind of it got awkward for her because mom decided to stand up and play a song and apparently her boyfriend is the 
the piano player at that restaurant and getting into sad telly forgetting about her husband the only person she can lean on really is just Kate and John and Kate like you mentioned and John they have a history they've been friends forever for the longest time and it hurts because I hurt for Max he's been there for her as much as possible especially now more than ever and she's just like forgetting about him you know this poor guy is probably like okay when is she gonna come home when is she gonna come home like you know i saw the show when is she coming home like is she okay is uh she gonna answer my calls you know it's i feel like tally's for like you mentioned she forgot that she's married but i don't feel like she's making an effort and i feel like she's made a mistake in marrying him right on the spot yeah yeah but i think my thing is i think if she didn't marry him on the spot she wouldn't have she wouldn't have married him at all that that that's really my thought with that but the crazy part is a pta guy takes kate to a karaoke bar and at first kate is really apprehensive but oh my gosh once she comes out of her shell she is on it she's on stage she's hopping up and down she wants to do a duet and wow 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 and you know she really has feelings for this guy she really has these unspoken feelings where she just wants to you know but I think she's been so sheltered and I can't say that she's been sheltered by other people, but in a way she's kind of sheltered herself. It's, it's, it's almost a form of protection. And, and that's, and it's, that's the crazy part is that it's almost a form of protection, but with him, she can kind of be that weird, strange Kate that, you know, that even Tully accepts. So she's just like, she's not having a problem with it. And they're, you know, they kiss, they have drinks. And then it goes to, um, back to Tully at, you know, at her meeting with Mr. Winston, Winston Kingsley. I don't remember what his name is. (laughs) And you know, we see her drinking and having drinks, you know, and this is where he's telling her he wants to make her iconic. He wants to make her, you know, and he tells her, you know, you order whatever you want and she gets another drink and they're talking. And of course, this is, this is what Tully wants to hear. She wants to hear, this is my big break. I'm going to be the next best whomever. And so she's like, okay. And it's like, great, great, great. But then we we flash back even further to Tully and Kate and Cloud in the restaurant. And Cloud is singing, but we see a sad Tully. And Kate is trying to 
you know, to get her to perk up. And the funny thing is, it's like Tully is very used to her mom being the center of attention because her mom's like, what a rush. Oh my gosh. And so they're, they want to play, they want to pay the bill because Tully is ready to go. And, you know, Cloud is convinced that this meal should be free because her boyfriend, Leon, is the piano player. And now they're getting ready to get embarrassed because that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening at all. It's like, oh my goodness. And this is one of those like four or five star restaurants. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Poor Tully is getting ready to get embarrassed. And Kate's there and it's just like a mess. And the manager is, you know, is like, I will call the cops. And she's like, call the cops. I don't care. And it's like, ah. And she gets loud and she starts yelling and they get thrown out. They literally get thrown out of the restaurant. Like, what did you think about Cloud's, Cloud's reaction? Not surprising because it is Cloud. We see her personality and the way she reacts to certain situations and also the condition she's in in what i what i've seen in my opinion and you know i just felt bad for telly telly just wants a mutual cordial fun night she's probably regretting everything like why did i even agree to this like knowing that my mom always embarrasses me like why did i have to go through this but cloud shouldn't have obviously done that that's very disrespectful thinking like you know this boyfriend was gonna you know pay everything that's not how it usually works but I'm not surprised by it. I'm really not. Because we've seen how Cloud's been acting throughout this whole entire season. So I'm not surprised by it. It's just I feel really bad for Tully. And this is where Kate makes that promise again. Like, you know, I will make every single birthday a special and happy. And you deserve that. You know, this is the power of the best friend's necklace. You know, I swear so to do it. But then, you know, what got to me was when she says that, I'm like, wait a second, Kate. Didn't you go to a karaoke bar with uh, Mr. PTA guy? What happened to Kate's birthday this year? (laughs) I just have to throw that in there. I know, I know, right? It's like, what the heck? But... Because I was actually thinking the same thing. I'm like, when is she going to make this up to uh, to Tully? Like, what, yeah, what she's like having so much fun at the karaoke bar lounge, whatever you want to call it. And she's just like, I'm like, uh, uh, hey, <laughs> Tully's birthday? What's yeah, going on? Yeah. <laughs> but, but then we switch to, you know, 80s, 90s, you know, Tully and Kate where Tully's still at this this uh, dinner and the dinner's ending you know the gentleman pays his bill and all of a sudden 
they're getting up and he says, you know what, I'll meet you tomorrow. And he says, wait a minute, you know, I do have a hotel room on standby. And I'm like, whoa, is he serious? Like, there's no way you could mistake what he means by that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I, that's not what I'm doing. And he all of a sudden turns really angry. Well, you could be throwing, potentially throwing your whole career away. I'm like, wow, 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 wow. And he leaves her there. And then we see, you know, Kate in the editing room with Johnny. Because remember, Kate was editing the uh, the piece that Tully was working on. So Kate's in the room with Johnny and they're editing, you know, and he's telling her, telling her, you know, what a great producer she is. But the strange thing is you know they go into talking about how she was yelling at him the last time she saw him and you know that he's not the greatest of people and you know and she's like we didn't really have a relationship so how does this kind of work and he's like, well, I feel bad because I tried to kiss you and I forgot about it. But remember, guys, when he tried to kiss her, he was drunk. It wasn't like, you know, he just tried to kiss her randomly. He was he was drunk. And, you know, he probably doesn't remember. He didn't even remember falling that night. So it's just like, okay. So now it's just like one of those things of, he wants to try to be a better person to her. He wanted at the time to really try to be a better person to her. And they agree to start over. And, and you know, Kate is one of those really forgiving, forgiving people. But then it switches to 2004 Kate. And Johnny is sleeping on the couch. And she still cares about what's going on with him and covers him with the blanket. And it's almost like everyone doesn't want to be the one to say I was wrong. And, 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 and I don't understand that. No, everybody. And I think that's the crazy part to me is they want the kids to take responsibility, but they don't want to say that they're wrong for how they feel or what they think. And I love that moment, how she was able to go up to her daughter and kind of just say, hey, like, you know, let's, let's, how can I say this? Like, let's talk about it, but not really. Let's do something together to help release what's been going on because it's, it was, it's a lot to handle. Kate's been dealing with this divorce, you know, trying to move on because she is in love with the PTA guy. That's what I think. And also with her daughter trying to stand up for something of, you know, don't kill the animals, especially for a science uh, class, you know, she's really, there's a lot happening. And the fact that she's she was able to have that conversation and you know Mara asking about her dad like don't kick him out and stuff and she says she won't uh they ended up going outside and um they're gonna do 
something where <laughs> I felt it was so awesome. But we end up getting a going back to Telly's hotel where she comes home or tell her apartment and Max is sitting there waiting patiently and you know she asks about Kate and he asks well where have you been I've been waiting for you and I know you're upset and I I just I decided to tell Kate to go home so it seems like Kate did ended up going to her house and waited for her but you know Max kind of said let's just have this evening together let me let's celebrate a birthday together i really like this guy max but telly is not in the right place to have a relationship with anybody even since the whole pregnancy scare and everything i just feel like she's forgetting that this man right here actually has fallen in love with her and i feel like she doesn't believe it she still thinks like this guy's coming after her for her fame and he's really proven that he's not like he the fact that he waited for his wife and you know he was worried he called but she's she couldn't pick up he's trying to help her and you know she's just getting really aggressive and she's very frustrated she's angry she's all of these emotions and we understand that but when you've got somebody waiting for you like max and just wants to be there to comfort you and just, you know, be that companion and support. She's really throwing him to the sidelines and it's so unfair to him. So it makes me feel so bad and seeing this and how she gets so angry of she's making the mistake of marrying him that even like heart gushing even more. And Max is just like shocked of what he's hearing because he's obviously in love with her. And Telly decides to kick him out. And I'm thinking, how could you do that? Like, I know she's in all different emotions. She's really angry. He ends up leaving, slams the door. The, the glass that she poured, she ended up, you know, throwing it at the door and also her Blackberry. And it breaks. And she ends up just breaking down and crying. I was, again, I, in my personal opinion... Again, if she was a real person, I want to like send her a huge hug and just be there for her. It's not easy what she's going through. And we get these flashbacks of emotions of when she was a child lost in the crowd, when she was a teenager. And then it's just she's getting all these flashbacks. And of course, when they got married and I'm thinking this poor guy, like, you know, he was really just being there for her and Telly just pushed him away. And it's really heartbreaking to see her just break down like that and be so angry, knowing that this guy's just there to be the husband that he is going to be, like that he is. And then it takes us to Mara and um, Kate <laughs> pulling out a boat, thinking they were going to go, you know, fishing or boating. And they just destroy the crap out of boat to relieve some tension and some stress. And this was a good mother-daughter moment uh, to have between them. And, you know, it's <laughs> take the weight off your shoulders and just have fun. So that was really nice to see her rekindle with her daughter. But we end up going back to Telly at her, at her hotel and we get a surprise visit again from Cloud, which I'm like, how did she get even get in here? You know what I mean? And brings her a birthday cake. 
to celebrate her birthday. Or should I say, celebrating both of their day of births. <laughs> and I know, I know. But to me, at that point, in that point in time, it reminds me of how much they're alike. Yeah. Because they're sitting on the floor. There's nothing written on that cake. And they both know, like, she just hands her fork. And they both know, like, let's just eat. Like, there's no happy birthday. There's no nothing. They just sit there and eat the cake. They just eat the cake. And then it takes us to the next day where Johnny's trying to say, hey, Tully, let me just come in with you. There is the new executive who's bought over the network and the show. Like, you know, it's canceled. You know, I've been trying to get a hold of you and all that stuff, he says, beforehand. And um, they drop the show completely. And it's picked up with a new distributor. And Kate, Kate uh, sorry, Tully's kind of just like, what am I going to do now? Uh, so Johnny really just wants to help her and speak to with, with the new executive and say, hey, let me just help you out with the sponsors and see what we can do. And she just decides, you know, I can do this myself. But as soon as they walk into the studio, here we are seeing this man that she met up years ago at that restaurant and says well it's nice to see you again and that's how it ends off this episode of course but overall i feel bad for telly i really felt bad for max i'm just like max i cannot believe it, it really broke my heart it really did and yeah. this episode was really hard to watch because there were so many moving parts besides kate having the time of her life and being able to be free and just be herself it was a lot of telly moments of heartbreak there was just frustration there was just so much happening where i you know it makes you kind of think too right and appreciate the people that you have in your life i feel like i took this as a learning process like um a learning i i don't know how to explain it but something to like to learn about that you know, appreciate the people that are around you because, you know, it sucks to be in that situation. You're under so much stress and you come home and you just lash out on other people because you're feeling this way and you don't want to let them in, but you should let them in because that's what they're there for. So this was a really hard episode to watch for me that I'm thinking, I know this is episode nine, but what's coming up in episode 10? I'm like, I don't know if I can take it anymore. I know, I know. It's like, oh my gosh what now oh my gosh this is crazy like what what are you guys thinking about this because my question to you is what do you think telly's gonna do with this whole with the fact that this guy is back the guy who basically said you got to sleep with me in order to make yourself successful and that's not how it works and i'm glad she stood up for herself in that moment but what do you think is going to happen do you think telly's just going to drop everything and go somewhere else i feel like she's got the potential to go somewhere else because she's already made it so far even though the show dropped but why go through that craziness with this man that you know treated you with disrespect Right. I, I, I don't know. And I don't even know if she's in the headspace to handle this right now. It's, def it's definitely a lot, especially with all of what we saw in the past 24 hours in her life in that moment. So 
Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous for this next episode. I've never been so invested in a show like Firefly Lane that you're kind of like, oh my gosh, like this is what I'm seeing. This is what's happening. And, you know, seeing this person through different stages of their life, it's just putting the pieces together, but I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens because we still have episode 10 guys. Oh my gosh, episode 10. I cannot believe we went through all 10 episodes. I hope you guys have been enjoying the recaps. We thank you guys for supporting us on this journey of Firefly Lane. And we're excited that Shower and Karaoke is coming back for season three. We had to rest our vocal cords. I know, I know, I know. And the crazy part is in this episode when they were doing uh when they were doing the karaoke, I was like, okay, that's a sign. Show it karaoke. You gotta get on it. <laughs> Definitely a sign. I was like, I wanna be there. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. They looked like they were having a great time. That's what I'm telling. We got to do the karaoke world tour when the world can get back to normal and I can actually travel to you because we still have to meet. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. We still haven't met, guys. We still haven't met. (laughs) And for those who are just listening to us for the Firefly Lane, shower karaoke if it's up your alley. We do sing. We try to make your day. And we discuss the the songs that we've chosen. We pick if it's a shower worthy song or a karaoke worthy. Give us a give us a listen. You know, it comes out shortly. It's coming soon. We are getting ready for it, and we're excited for season three. Yeah, it, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> Is it safe to say to wrap this up? Let's do it. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. So guys, I hope that you're enjoying this. Yes, this was episode nine. And next we're looking at episode 10. But guess what? We have something coming back. So, guys, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. And you are now listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queenpin. <laughs>